0: Yeah, good morning. Welcome to the punters panel on this Friday and let's get straight into it because we've got a stack to get through. Great racing tomorrow to Rose Hill. I'll go to Blake Johnson who is our first guest on the panel. G'day Blakey from the leg up.
1: G'day Dave, g'day boys. Uh, Looks a good meeting. It's a very even meeting. Hard to identify one as a good thing. Lack a little bit of confidence but I'm keen on one at Big Odds Day.
0: I like it, Uh, and we'll wait for that a little bit later on. Uh, We've got uh, Michael Wood, or Mike Wood, joining us from the form guide. Hello, mate.
2: Good morning, mate. TheRaceGuide.com.au, that's the one. Yeah, it's been a long summer, and I've been punting all the way through it, so hopefully we can get a good run going until in the new year.
0: All right, and also joining us from the Sydney Morning Herald, Chris Roots.
3: Morning, Dave. Morning, boys. Um, Get back to group racing, and these two-year-old racers look at an interesting um, affair with um, supermarkets, Certainly going to be affected by what happens
0: on Saturday. And also, we've got, I thought you said supermarkets then, but you said slipper markets. And also, Mitch Cohen from the Daily Telegraph joins us. Hello, mate.
4: Look, Dave, I'm not going to lie. I'm disappointed. I I, I like you all, but speaking on radio this morning means I didn't win 200 million last night. Yes, uh, a bit bit bad.
0: (laughs) That's all right. Um, Good luck and well done to those people uh, for, for winning. But let's just try and make it quit ourselves. Now, we're gonna start with these two year old races because they are the most fascinating for mine. I know they're not everyone's forte, unrace horses and whatnot, but it is it's exciting for me because as Shane just said, you look at these races and you can possibly see a slipper with it. We've obviously seen Stormboy, very impressive, magic millions, but <laughs> Well, even when I spoke with Paul Snowden earlier this week, I said, um, you know, what do you think about your team? He said, well, it's just like, you know, nothing is a sure thing. So uh, there's going to be nice horses appearing over the next couple of weeks. And looking firstly at the Canterbury Boys, which is race three. So when the markets first opened, we had Traffic Warden and Fearless, uh, both at the top of the tree. Now with Tab, I'll just uh, refresh this so we've got the odds for our punters. So... The tab opened Traffic Warden and Fearless both at three sixty and they opened Pros two eighty. That was the opening price. And since then Traffic Warden has been three sixty into three thirty. We've had obviously uh Counter Offensive come out and also um, Excel indeed come out as well. But uh, it's probably been the best backed runner, uh, Traffic Warden, just on figures, and obviously two sixty for Prost and then King of Roselle has been eight fifty into six dollars. But Blake, I know these aren't your forte, but it is very, very topical and we have seen some of these horses race before as well. What did you make of the Canonbury?
1: Yeah, as you said, Dave, not my forte, but Happy to get stuck into it. I think Traffic Warden's the one to beat. He's the horse with the runs on the board. He's got that Storm Boy form, and then he was back in trip, and he went to Caulfield, and he got the job done. He was well back there. 49 days between runs. I like the tick-over trial, so I've got him on top. Gets Nash. King of Russo, he's going to be hard enough to beat. He's going to be making his own luck on the speed, and he's got the fitness edge on his rivals. And then Cross, really good in that breeders. Good trials, since. hard enough to beat. I think the market's got it pretty much...
2: Spot on. What do you like here, Mike? Yeah, it is It is a tricky race, isn't it? And obviously, so much can change, like you are saying, DS, run to run for these babies. So they've got similar form ratings so far. I think you can tie it in through Canara and Spywire, those two different form lines. I like the fact that Traffic Warden didn't lose a yard on Stormboy over the last 200 metres on debut. Obviously, that shows he's got good finishing strength, which he'll need. I think King of Rousseau probably leads an enhance is a bit of a fly in the ointment. I think its second barrier trial was better when leading, so maybe that'll try and roll to the front and try and roll along and set a decent tempo. At the moment, I can't really split Traffic Warden, Phyllis and Prost, but I think I agree with you, mate. If Traffic Warden parades well and you can settle in the two-wide line and run on, I'm just leading to him at the moment.
3: It's um, Prost, of course, comes out of that breeders plate and was um, very good there late. And I just think... He's, he looks looks a natural two-year-old. He's two trials. I spoke to Adrian lot about him. and I said to Adrian, you keep on saying that he was pushed down in his trials. He goes, that's because everyone keeps asking me. And we did it to make sure that he was ready to go first up. He's really wound up. I really like it, the trials of enhanced. I think, think um, as this field gets smaller, the barrier becomes less of a, uh, a worry for him. I think Kieran can be positive and be outside the lead or lead. I think he'll run a really cheeky race. I think he's... he Out of the ones in the race, I think he's the wrong price. I think the six fifty seven dollars is, is a really good bet. I, I think he'll run in the first two. I think the two Kiora TFI horses will fight it out. I, I've got a lot of respect for Traffic Warden. He, he's got the Stormboy form, and that's, that form's stood up so far very well. But I just want to see him do it again. He went to Melbourne and won well. But I, I, I've got... Um, enhanced and crossed. I think they're the two best out of the trials recently.
4: Well, I'm happy to go ahead first and make Traffic Warden the best bet on the program, boys. I really like this, colt. I think uh, the Stormboy form is the best form in the country in terms of two-year-olds. There's no doubt about it. He's beaten all before him and very well. And that first up runner, as Mike mentioned, he wasn't losing ground on him. He was almost gaining it on the line. I know he was sort of eased down, but he, he ran very well. He went to Melbourne. We know what Sydney Horses do in Melbourne. They beat the B-Graders. He did that comfortably. I thought his trial was really good the other day. He was just a sort of a tick-over trial. He wasn't tested. I think he wins on Saturday. Godolphin haven't mentioned, or not mentioned, Not uh, well, started too many uh, gun two-year-olds. But at the moment, I think he's he's the pick of them that we've seen. They've probably got more in their armoury, as we know. They've got plenty. But, uh, yeah, happy to be with him on Saturday. If anything else, I think Proce is one that you want to follow through this preparation. I agree with everything Ruda said.
0: All right. Boys, just a hypothetical question, because obviously it's great to, to have a hypothetical thought with racing. What happens if, uh, and obviously it's all race to race, so it's different, but what happens if Traffic Warden comes out and gets beaten fair and square and by a margin? Does that then put a little question mark over the Storm Boy? For, I don't for think you so, then?
4: Dave. I don't think so. No. Shinzo finished, what, fifth, fourth or third or fourth or, or in this race last year and went on to win the Golden Slipper. So I think you've got to see this race as a starting point, the end goals in March. No, but I don't, what, what, I don't what, think there's... An, and it has no effect on Stormbois' price at
3: all.
0: No. Absolutely no, none. Not saying, not saying an effect on price. No, no, no. no. They'll, they'll keep it favourite. But what I'm saying is if, if Traffic Warden... Let's say that um, Fearless came out and won... One by three, hard held, most impressive, broke the clock, like how good. Does that mean then we would start to think, oh, well, actually, maybe the Stormboy form's good, but hang on a second. It's... They don't adjust, they don't, you don't adjust
3: form on 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 the performance from another horse against Stormboy. I think Stormboy's form's there for all to see, and he's improved at all three starts. So there's not going to be any. Traffic warden getting beat won't put a question mark on Storm form because okay. he's gone out. Well, in, yeah, well, we it, saw what he did. It, we saw what he did on the Gold Coast. He's, he's the best Magic Millions winner in the history of the race, and he, he's the benchmark two-year-old at the moment. And that's why there's stallion deals on the. There's, there's studs there trying to buy him already. He he is the he's the benchmark, and it won't. It, what what it will affect will if. Say Phyllis does what you're you're saying, wins by three. It'll probably end up second favourite with Shangalara Express. That's the horse will come in, but the it won't affect any other horses that aren't racing on the day.
4: Okay. Well, I,
3: I, quite, I say- kind
2: of I, yeah, I kind of agree. But if Enhance goes to the lead and runs a better figure than Stormboy, you know, you wouldn't be surprised if he he gets right into be one of the favourites as well. Ratings ratings the biggest drivers of the market, and if something runs time, you can you can expect the market to change a lot. Mm, just, and I think they'll I think they'll yeah. go along in this because I think there's a stack of speed.
0: Yeah. I just find it fascinating because obviously we've oh. just been talking all about bodyguard and rightly so. But uh, you just get the feeling now that okay, well, we're getting into some nitty gritty here, and I love the history of this race. Where did bodyguard come and... into it?
3: Where did bodyguard come into it? Uh, sorry, not bodyguard. Stormboy, don't skipping,
0: tell me you're going to hang on, hang on. <laughs> if you're going to start clipping me for what I say on air, fair income, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say I'll play back the tape. Um, mm. <laughs> let's get to the wedding.
3: But it's not. It's, um, it's down to a blue diamond. I know, no,
0: no, no. I, I tell you why I said bodyguard, Ron Burgundy, because I'm staring at Fearless, and I can see bodyguard. Bodyguard, obviously from those two trials at Canterbury, <laughs> he'll go around next.
4: He'll go around next Saturday, Dave, in the in the blue, boys. Blue- I've prelude.
0: been, I've just been clipped for speech by Chris Roots on air. Fennick, <laughs> uh, Widden stakes. Let's go there now. Race five. We'll go again. know. I, again, Blakey. I know not your forte, but from what you've seen, what you've had a look at, because we are these are the fillies. Do you think the fillies are stronger than the boys? Uh, not at this stage, Dave.
1: I think the boys have the edge on them. We can see that in uh, futures markets with the golden slipper, but I think something could come out tomorrow and stamp themselves. Um, I, am, I think Lady of Camelot is really, really hard to beat here. I thought she was really good in that gym crack. She covered extra ground. She loomed into it like she was going to put the race away, but she just peaked on her effort. Uh, Manal got over the top of her late, but I think this race is Lady of Camelot. She only had one trial prior to that first up run in the gym crack so this time around she's had two trials she's prepared for 1100 meters she draws low she'll find the front she'll find the fence and I think she's going to be very hard to beat uh 225 I'm not sure if we get much better than that I think that's I think that's fair enough what did you make of this race Mike
2: oh geez I've gone I've switched both ways Blake from calling her immoral to saying she's going to drift and get beaten I think Look, there's so many obvious positives and negatives with her. Barrier One, Roseville Gardens leader, sounds great, doesn't it? Obviously, she was three wide, no cover on debut, um, and ran really well, probably better than Manal, and she gets the weight swing on Manal as well, so it's hard to see Manal beating her unless there's lots of pressure. But the negative, obviously, is she drifted in the market late, which is a worry. Um, she did peak on her run. I know she was three wide, no cover, but the last 100 metres was probably her weakest. And if you look at her in the yard, she's not the biggest filly as well. She's a small thing, so there is... A little bit of a case to make that she's a barrier trial horse that won't make the big grade over 1,100 metres, 1,200 metres. I'm just leaning to Celerity. I think it's the map that's the key for me. You can back her each way if you want. She'll be three back on the rails. Lady of Camelot has to go fast. And James Max, the right jockey to weave through. is worth watching. Manal's worth watching. Wavebreaker too. But Celerity just for me each way. Celerity, the
3: interesting thing with it is that... um... Zach Lloyd rode in the first trial and and James McDonald in the second and never got off the bridle at all and and just cruised into it. So, it's had two good experiences at the trials. I think it, it goes really well. Wavebreaker was has the form around the right horses and I'm 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 just betting that the Snowdens might have one here that they've been um, tucking away a little bit and and she might be to silly to beat. If if you go back and look at her, her trial at Canterbury, it was very good. I think she's, um, she's right up to this. Um, I am banking on that the unraced brigade is a bit better than the ones that have had a start. So that's why I've looked at the two, two unraced ones. I think when you looked at the gym crack, they were very, a very even bunch. Um, one horse threw it away by running off the track late. Manal was really good. It looked like a real professional two year old. It jumped, found a position, relaxed took a couple of strides to get going in the straight, but then did enough to win. Lady Camelot, of course, three-wide the trip. So um, I'm just going away from that form, and that's why I've gone for the um, unraised brigade. And I think Wavebreaker, again, at the price, is worth a ticket.
4: Yeah, speaking of Paul Soden during the week, He I think he, he, he likes Wavebreaker for sure. It's just a matter of she can bring the trial form to the races and that's always the big question with these two year olds, isn't it? I think she's probably the knockout hope at a price, she's probably over the odds. So I landed on the favourite, I think, um just speaking to Michael Freeman and completely agree with him. He really likes banal, but uh the race shape just sets up for Lady of Camelot, doesn't it? She'll probably go to the front. We know she's rock hard fit. It's hard to miss the trial. She's looked excellent. I'm I'm just happy to be with her. We know they're perfectly um Time to the minute, these Gay Waterhouse and Adrian bot-trained two-year-olds, they've been winning everywhere, and I I just can't get away from her. I don't want to bet in the race, but I think she wins. I think, as the boys said, she was caught wide in in that gym crack, but she she raced well, and and the trials since have been very impressive. So I'm with her, but I shan't be betting.
0: All right. Now, uh, boys, just refresh the odds here for... A text that's coming on the text line: Hi guys, having a bit in Rosehill Race Six on Saturday, and like a horse called Age of Sale. it's horse two for Nashra Willer. It has been four twenty to three sixty, back out to four dollars. Uh, there has been some support around for it. Uh, morning Sun's your favourite. It's at three dollars and forty cents. A bit of money around two this morning for Kettle Hill. Take note. Um, what do we think, boys, of Age of Sale and what do we think of Race Six at Rosehill?
1: Interesting race, Dave. I don't think there's a whole lot between them. I would have thought Kettle Hill would have had to improve off what he did last start, but can do so. Age of sale and Morning Sun come out of the same race. Great ride, Nash up the fence, saved all the ground and got the job done. So, he was always going to improve off what he did there. So, no knocks from me. Morning Sun was in a winnable race during the week and Annabelle has scratched. So, you've got to take that confidence into consideration. Draws perfectly, gets Mac in the saddle. So, Hard to beat. I thought Sky Out was really good first up. Uh, closing late. Gets out in trip is much more suitable. Uh, he'll be right there. But I went with Angel of Light. I think he I think she is ready to improve. Hit the line really strongly, two back, and then comes out of a strong form race when she didn't have the best luck. She was just held up at a key stage. She probably wasn't going to beat the Quinella. Floating's come out and won since. Louisville's come out and run well, but you can probably add you can just shave a little bit of that margin um 52 and a half kilos on her back i hope that they roll forward and i think she's going to be hard to beat she's she peaked here so i'm going to be with her around that six dollar quote what did you like mike
2: yeah i think um i think a lot of guys cottoned on to this these two imports didn't they they were they were very good over the mile first up they were both relatively firm in the market um and they ran some ridiculous sectionals home and the overall time wasn't that great but two overseas imports to run those sectionals and they're probably two thousand meter plus types that's ominous i was sitting there on wednesday trying to get the odds but geez you've got to be fast these days these days ds i missed out um, they're both firms so it's hard to find a lot of edge in the market i think they would definitely run one of them will win i think olympic theater's already stamped the form and gavara was a good run behind them as well if you're going to back early i think the only way to go is morning sun though there's just that chance of the six meter rail being inside bias so you could back morning sun early and chop out an age of sale late yeah, both about the right odds
3: now, so maybe wait for one of them to drift. Yeah, it was a, it's, a, it's a great form reference, isn't it? Oh, overseas horses coming in a slowly run race, running home great sectionals. They, they're both only going to bounce off the right run. So um, I, I really like agent Sales. I think Nash will get the best out of it again. He sticks. I think it's the one to beat. Got to respect Morning Sun. Kettle Hill's been going really nicely in Melbourne. Come back here last start and just put in an absolute shocker. So, I'm prepared to risk it, but I think it might just be better on the other leg.
4: What was our uh, Texas name there, Dave? Phil. Phil, I reckon Phil should back Agent Sale. I really like the debut. I thought, it, as Mike said, one of those two will win this race. I think. I think they're both very progressive imports. I look the other day, obviously he got all the favors but i think he through the line he, he was better than morning sun i i get that he morning sun had to go around them but it wasn't really an overtaxing run he he sat in the one one essentially and had to go three wide on the turn maybe that cost him late but uh look he, he he's drawn better here and he's got j mac but i think the the four dollars around uh age of sales is a much better bet i think they're both pretty progressive maybe back both if you if you've got enough coin in the uh, in the bank and christmas wasn't too costly but uh, I think he's one you
0: can follow. Alright, uh, let's go now to another one. Uh, we've got another text here, this one from Jeff. In race nine, guys, love backing Sarah Ryanhorse at the moment. They run through brick walls. What do you think of So Good So Cool, which has been 12 to 850 Our Kobe son, a very short price favourite here at $1.95. Yeah, he's flying
1: so good, so cool, and deserves to win another race. But uh, I think he's the, probably the main danger to the favourite, but I think our Kobe son is a is a smart horse. I, I couldn't get him to where the market got him to last start. He was absolutely backed as if unbeatable off, uh, being no match for Tim Tukey first up. But last start, I think he was like two twenty into a dollar sixty or something like like that. Found the right spot, got the job done. There's not much speed here, so I think James will probably take the bull by the horns and, and take him to the front and make a real good thing of it. I don't really know where that other speed comes from he's a gentleman, he's first up from a, a long spell, probably doesn't have 1200 meters speed, don't know what they do on Dipsy Doodle, 1200 meters for the first time, off the back of a long spell, are they going to press forward I wouldn't think so, probably goes back so I think our Kobe son can take complete control of the race and he should be too good for the Mike
0: Mike, you there mate? Well we might on this mic. We got you,
1: mate. No, Perfect. I'm back, mate.
0: I'm
2: back. Uh yeah, you've got to tell Zach to go back. That's the problem, isn't it, Blake? I think um I think fifty two kilograms, an on pace speed to Dipsy Doodle. I think they're gonna roll forward and she's the most interesting run in the race by far. That's the hardest to price. She could be too good for them on fifty two, or she may be a horse that prefers soft ground and maybe twelve hundred is too far, I think, based on the caller's call, it's cool. so good, so cool. In the mix, I think he's got form that ties in with Noble Soldier and Sneaky Page. So there's a whole group of horses with very similar form, and it's all about whether you want to back Dipsy little first up or Arcovis on the twelve hundred meter twelve hundred meters. I think he's a slight risk. It was only a steady tempo over the eleven hundred meters, so his stamina's yet to be tested. If I had to bet, I think Dallas the bet each way, especially if you can settle in the two wide line. Check the track is fair. He's been racing well well, and he was three wide no cover last up.
3: Yeah, Dipsy Doodle, you'd have to think it's going forward because you look at the four starts, last preparation, lead, 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 lead. So um, 1,200 metres, I think they'll jump out and, and use the advantage of the no weight on its back, the Lloyd on it. Um, I can see her running a really big race here. I think our Kobe son gets the right run, but it's a massive jump up in grade for for, for it from last start. And that's the question mark. I think it's probably a group horse in time, but whether it's ready to take that big jump now. And I think that price is actually priced on the support for it last time when it was two two dollars into um a dollar sixty. There's been an overreaction on the price. I think it should be probably closer to three dollars. And I think both the favourites could get out towards three three dollars and three fifty.
0: Okay. Mitch.
4: No, I'm I'm happy to stick with our Kobe Sunday, to be honest. I think uh, seeing's believing, he's probably, if he's had two trials, he wins first up. He was obviously very impressive the other day. He was eased down, essentially, late. He he didn't really need to test him. He did it easy. It is a big jumping grade from that. That was, I think, a benchmark 72 the other day. But I think he's a quality galloper on the way up and happy to stick with him. I think, obviously, for all the reasons the boys mentioned, Dipsy Doodle's the big question mark. If she comes back... And shows the, the quality that she did, uh, but it is a long layoff. She hasn't raced for for nearly well two thirds of a year, 266 days. So uh, we're just trusting that she's come back in, in the order that she left the track when she when she raced at Scone last year.
0: The feature tomorrow, the TAMP Southern Cross Stakes. Now we've got a very short price favourite here in Lady Laguna at 225. A couple of ticks here about Malkovich, and the other one that I'm interested to hear your thoughts on is Baller because. 59 with Nash. This horse has got a lot of ability. Uh, how did you see the Southern Cross Stakes, um, Blake?
1: Yeah, we'll touch on Baller first. Uh, he's flying for the stable. Tony Golan finds Nash for Willis, so no knock on him. Malkovich, the knock on him would be 1,200 metres. Uh, he probably needs to find a little bit on the lead. I know he's one of your horses, uh, Dave. He was good winning last start in Queensland. I thought hard to say. Uh, putting four wins back, four wins on the trot and then was a gap between runs last start in Queensland in that Magic Millions Cup. Didn't have the best of luck. Like the work through the line. Can bounce back. Um, Chris interested to see her go around. She had the form on the board early days and then probably didn't come up last preparation. That being said, the run behind Osmosis wasn't too bad. But I think Lady Laguna is hard enough to beat. It was an arrogant ride last start in Queensland, beating up on the girls. Wide, no cover. Sprinted sharply. I uh, have to come back slightly in trip here, but I think deserved favourite and I think very hard to beat. What did you make the race, Mike?
2: Yeah, this is, this is the, the one main bet race for me on the weekend, I think. I looked at, you know, there's two flying four-year-olds in, in awesome form. Lady Laguna's doing very well very, very well in Brisbane, obviously, and hard to say just those last few starts. What happened to him? He used to be a midway horse that led him, knocked up, and all of a sudden he's hard to beat. Uh, he was held up, like you said, Blake, to 200 metre mark. I thought he was pretty good through the line. And looking at all the ratings, I can't get much between Lady Laguna and Hard to Say. There's horses like recommendation that tie them in and a few other form lines as well. So I think if you're going to look between them, you've got to go Hard to Say's way from the inside barrier following Malkovich. Um, the caller's question about Malkovich, obviously, he gets massive speed map favours, but 1,200 metres, he's been there twice, he's been beaten twice. So I think the last 15 minutes, he might feel the pinch.
3: Yeah, I think you'll be looking for the oxygen. and... In the last bit, I don't, and I don't think they can hold him up. They, they, he's just that natural jump and run horse. So um, he, he's going to make sure there's plenty of speed on. Him. in the small field that, that suits the the quality horses in this race. And that, that's Lady Laguna Baller and Hard to Say. I've fallen on Hard to Say. Uh, won five of his last eight, and um, just appears the penny drop with it, and he's just gone through his grades. He was he was luckless in the straight and the. on the Gold Coast, probably should have run second to King of Sparta. And King of Sparta is is knocking on the door of being a Group 2, Group 1 horse. So um, I think he gets in here with no weight and he gets his chance
4: to win. I think it's fair to say it's not the strongest Group 3 we've ever seen. I'm with Mike. I think hard to say is the one we want to back here, especially at the price. I thought... Certainly should have finished among the placings in that in that Magic Miriam's race. So he was just unlucky. He hit the line really well. He dropped three kilos on Baller from that race. Now, Baller had to do a fair bit of work, had to go widest on the turn. But I thought the run of hard to say, uh, look, he just he looks to be travelling terrific. He really was progressive last preparation. Going through his grades nicely, he's put it all together. I was speaking to Jason Deemer during the week, and he just said uh, he just, he just took a bit of time, but now he, he's he's worked it all out. He he's racing really well. I think he's the bet in the race. Hard to say, uh, Lady Laguna. Obviously, you've got the J Mac factor. Racing really well will be hard to beat. But I think if you if you want to go between the two, there's not much between them. And one's 420 and one's 220.
0: Now, boys, uh, another ace that uh, the Texas have chimed in for here is the lucky last. They always love backing your winner of the last or hearing your thoughts. The Black Cloud, uh, four into 360, now $3. Uh, Bjorn gave a bit of a push to um, the 13, Steffi Magnetica, uh, 12 into 550 overall. There have been, obviously, some scratchings here, and obviously Dipsy Doodle uh, comes out. But another one, too, that has had some support is the 10. Melody again at big odds uh, for Reese Jones. Um, what do we make of the last? Can we find a winner here, Blake?
1: Yeah, I think we can, Dave. Um, no good thing, but um, I'll touch on the ones that you touched on first. Steffi Magnetica, I think she's going really well. Good country win first up, then went to Flemington, wrong part of the track, hit the, hit the line really nicely. Melody again, good highway win last start. Spelled, well, good trial. I think the draw is against her. She's probably going to have to get well back. Wellenda, um I think 1,200 metres is going to suit. Good last start behind that horse of Bjorns that uh, bolted in. I think the Black Cloud is the one. I, I, I know she's well found by the market. I'm not, I'm not sure what the market does with her on Saturday, but you're probably going to get better. So um, I would be waiting, but I think she's pretty smart. Uh, I like the Gosford win on debut beating Full Revolution, come out and won subsequently. And then last start was too good for Firestar. Uh, That was provincial maiden win to BM64 midweek company. So she's very progressive, gets to Saturday class very quickly, but I think she's on an upward spiral, comes into the race with no weight on her back and, and Joe Pride knows when to bring them to Saturday grade. So I'm going to be with her. I think she's hard enough to beat, but I think she's probably found her place in the market. What did you like here, Mike?
2: Yes, yeah, it's a real mix, isn't it, Like There's form lines from everywhere, and it's probably not the highest-grade race, but it's a very interesting race to pick through. The Black Cloud is obviously progressive, but she went along at a pretty decent clip last start, and they were all slowing down over the last 200 metres, so I'm not sure how much was left in the tank, but I guess she had nothing to chase, so we'll find out how good she is on Saturday. I think French Endeavour obviously beat Steffi Magnetica last prep. Um, it's a horse... She's really interesting. She's probably going to be the small, smallest horse in the field again. She's very lightly framed... Well, I guess given that she did so well last preparation with that frame, maybe she's grown, maybe she's developed, and maybe she'll improve into this prep. I thought the barrier trials were really sharp, and obviously, barrier one, rail six metres, Rose Hill Gardens end of the day suits. Belinda, I agree with you, Blake, as well. I think 1,200 suits, and Steffi's in the mix. But I think one of the two will progress the Black Cloud third, third up, or French Endeavour first up.
3: Yeah, I think um, the Black Cloud has done nothing wrong so far, and it's unlike Joe to really um, get the grip get to Sydney, after, Sydney on a Saturday after three runs, but I think that's the opinion they've got of this this girl. She gets in with a really, really luxury rider, 53 kilos, and you know what she's going to do. She's going to jump and run, and by the time the last comes around, if there's any any uh, advantage of being in front, you'll know all about it, and she could start even shorter. Don't mention Steffi Magnetica to Bjorn be Baker because I think he's still getting over what happened at... Um, at Flemington uh, she's going really well, I think she's um she she comes back to Sydney she gets a chance here and uh, and will be hard to beat and the the support in the market says that she's going really well
4: yes Effi magnetica was the horse well basically one of those horses we spoke uh d s on on Post postmortem when the the rail was um, well dynamite that day at Flemington and she came widest, and she was terrific there was none better so very wary of her. I actually really like this race. So I reckon there's a few horses you can probably follow out it even if they get beaten. I think there's obviously the Black Cloud, very progressive. Um, she's she's done it well. I'm, I'm with French Endeavour. No jockey at the moment, but um, we'll see that Bubba's Bay's in the night, so it should be Dylan Gibbons on board by tomorrow morning. Now Matt Smith wants to just get this filly up and rolling early before going through the Light Fingers Surround stakes. I really like her. I think. Um, she's a pretty progressive filly. She pulled up slow to recover after that client stakes. I think getting out to 1,400 metres a mile is when we'll see the best of her. But uh, first up, I think the trials have been really good, and I think around that 10, 11 dollar mark is is pretty over the odds. So I'm happy to play her each way. I think she's she's a decent bet.
0: OK, boys, uh, race seven on the card. We were, we'll get to the multi shortly with Dicko. Uh, so take no punters. We will be doing a, uh, a multi today, a top four multi. That'll be very, very soon. But there's a couple of texts here about So Risque. So race seven's interesting because is your 320 favourite here with the tab. There's been some money for the six for Jay Collett, who rides. But all the texts here about Nash and So Risque, do we give it a chance here? Is it in your numbers, Blake?
1: Oh, it'll be in my numbers, Dave, but um, I'm not always keen to, to jump into one coming from Melbourne to Sydney, but team know know when to bring them. They've got a good record, so uh, no knock, and they land Willer as well. Um, looks an open race to me. Robusto got into a slow race last start, and he bounced back hard. It was a really good win. Gets to 1,500 metres. That's no, no, no knock from me. Uh, Logan Street Line can run well, fresh. Uh, he has a good record, fresh. I think Estadio Mistal is the one. Uh, two runs back from the, for the new stable. Went forward first up. Was good. And then last start, went back. Hit the line really nicely behind Amor Victorious. That was a sit-and-sprint race. Uh, like the late sectionals, third up now on the seven-day backup. I think he is ready to win. I just hope they press the button and go forward on him. Uh, anything goes is absolutely flying. He's just found one better in both of his last starts. But he... Has the figures to win the race and he's hard enough to beat. But I think Estadio Mastal is the one. Um, what did you like here, Mike?
2: Yeah, I think, he's, I think he's probably one of the strongest chances, isn't he? So risqué, just on that horse first. Look, the form's solid. He beat Robusto a few starts ago. But coming to a Rose Hill six metre hour, your first time right handed from a wide barrier, you can expect him to be hanging out in the turn. It has to be a very good training effort to get him to go straight around that turn and, and finish off as strong as he has been lately in Melbourne. Um, lots of interesting runners here. A stadium of style, Obviously Chris Waller had some issues keeping him going deep into his prep, so we'll see if Joe Pryor's got those same issues, but he, he generally doesn't. He keeps them going slowly, slowly into the prep, and if he does get forward on pace, I think they wanted to go forward last start, but it didn't quite work out for them. If he gets forward on pace, he will be right in the finish. Same goes for anything goes. I think he's in great form if Zach manages to get him out of the barriers and get him on pace. He'll be in the mix. I did like Ella Armour. I think she's right in the mix right down the weights she was outside a hot tempo last start and three wide don't cover first up but she might be going to canterbury tonight so i might have to have a look at that race i'm just with her each way at the moment but lots of horses to look at even mission phoenix he was pulled up first up by nash and could do anything second up yeah
3: i i, I thought that anything goes is going really well and can, can get right into this race but there's a chance that they might wait a week i think they've got have got in with a really luxury rate. I'd argue that this is probably its best chance to win a race for a long time, and um, it'll be finding it, if, it, if it runs, it'll be finding the line really hard. It's it's a good price around the seven dollar mark. Um, a study, was really good last start. I was on I was on Ravasta last start. I thought that was his his race, Whether he can keep going and improving, but and so is Gabe. The Hayes boys, they've got an incredible record when they bring horses to Sydney. They've got Nash. Um, comes up as a winner from Melbourne and, um, you know, just got to be respected because there are some stables that don't waste trips up the highway and the Hazard boys are, are one of them.
4: Found this probably the toughest race of the day, boys. I reckon it's a field job for the courty. I think you can make a case for, for plenty of these runners and uh, I think it was pretty indicative by uh, the boys making a case for plenty. I landed on Robust, so simply he's a horse in form. Chris has got him going good. It's got barrier one and J Mac, but uh, zero zero confidence.
0: <laughs> okay, now haven't heard it from Dico. Just waiting to hear if this multi is open or not. Uh, let's have a look um, and see if he can send me anything through. What I will ask about, and I know it's a tough one, can we start the day with the winner boys? Race one, Dave. Can we start the winner with the day? Gee, don't all jump in. <laughs> it, oh, no, sorry. Is it scary? Is it scary? In the oh, no, i got to find, find it. Um, <laughs> i got
1: to find it. I think the favourite's hard enough to beat. It's not a race that I, I, I want to bet into, but Traez, um good first up win on the Kensington track and then last start, just found one better, was off the back of a freshen up. Uh, was back in trip there too. So uh, getting to 13.50 metres is ideal. I think uh, it's hard enough to beat, Dave.
2: Okay. Perfect. Yeah, I'll have a crack as well. I think um, I think Black Duke's a short course, soft barrier sprinter. I think they they've stretched him out in distance too far. They worked it out last night, went to Wang and he smashed him over thirteen fifty. He gets the same distance. He gets a soft barrier, so he gets the right setup again. You
3: know, I'm with Trey. As I was at Ramwick this morning, and John Sargent had a bit of a pep in his step. He wasn't oh. he wasn't strutting around like he usually does when he's got a winner. But he he, he said. Uh, he, he thought he was a pretty good chance of winning the midway. Molly Burke's three kilo. Like, I'm a big benefit, and she's riding really well, well at the moment. So, um, not with a lot of confidence, but the price is decent enough at five dollars that you can you can have something on each way and hopefully start the
4: day with a winner. Yeah, subtle okay, flex, right. subtle flex there, Rudy. Really good to see you're out of bed early. Um, you've surprised many by that uh, that phrase. But uh, well, I I'm you at the track. I mean, I've never seen you at the track. If so, I was
0: going to oh. say, was that a little dig to yeah. to to Cohen to sort of get out? Is he? Yeah. Did you never seen at the track, Chris?
4: Well, well, problem is, Dave, the Premier League darts started this morning, so ah, I was on the count from about six right. thirty. So
0: uh, yeah,
4: no, no good. But anyway, I'm with Black Duke uh by the same uh, for all the reasons mark um sorry mike said mark i nearly called him jesus uh no uh i think uh it's not a race that i want to bet into to be honest i think you're you're mad if you want to start your day um betting into a midway but uh i'm with black Duke. i think he's racing well enough but
0: yeah not, well, uh, not a lot the of us are mad then i love it i love it you can't. I, I know obviously you you've you've got to be selective and whatnot but you got to. Have. I mean, mate, you're betting on darts, fair Income. So, I mean, <laughs> give me a midway over a darts match any day. Please. Did you not, did
4: you not see the bully boy this morning? He's outstanding. He's back the uh, the 2022 world champion. How,
0: are you winning off the darts?
4: No, I'm terrible.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, let's hope. An, an but, honest response. I like it. Very real. I like that too. <laughs> uh, boys, while I wait for Dicko, who um, he's going to send through this multi very, very soon. In fact, let's... While we wait for Dicko, let's go through our multi-selections and then once it's open, I'll be able to give the prop number and away we go. So, uh, Blake, what was your selection to run top four in the multi?
1: Yeah, Dave, best bet of the day for me. Uh, Race two, number eight, Faze Angel. I think there's around $23 about, but... I think she is set up to run really well first up. Um, last preparation, she had form around plenty of midway horses like Ollie's Secret, Holstein. She ran second in a midway before the break. That was over 1,800 metres, but she didn't have the best of luck there behind Hoodat. She was tried in a Adrian Knox and an ATC Oaks. Uh, as a three-year-old, she's lightly raced. Her trials have been super. They've both been over 1,000 metres. Last time she got the job done um, in that last trial, so... I think she's set up to run really well first up over 1,500 metres, and I think the market's going to gravitate towards her. I can mark her single figures.
2: Yeah, I'm going to go race four, uh, number six, hard to say. I think it's all going to be about which one's travelling the better, chasing Malkovich on the turn, hard to say, or Lady Laguna. I think she'll be in the two-wide line and hopefully hard to say. Sneaks up the inside and wins.
3: Yeah, I've um, gone race three, number three, so I think just looks to me to get the perfect run. And I can't can't see missing first two, yellow and first four.
4: Uh, For all the reasons I mentioned earlier, I think uh, French Endeavour's a great price. I think she'll be running on strongly. Does she win on Saturday? Maybe not, but I think she'll run top four. I think she's in for a great prep.
3: And interestingly, all those three-wide fillies, they're they're in several different races. There's uh, uh, Christillian and... Dipsy Doodle, they're all heading towards the light fingers and trying to take the advantage of having a run going into them, those races against the better fillies who are all looking to line up first up.
0: Okay. Boys, it's open. The, uh, the multi is open as we speak. The HQ Partners Panel multi, all to run top four. Uh, those horses just mentioned. So we've got, um, just to recap. I've got it here on my screen, just so we're race all... Race 2, sweet. number
1: 8, Phase Angel,
0: for me, yep. Dave. Phase Angel. We've got race 3, number 3, Enhance. We've got um, Hard To Say in race 4, and we've also got uh, French Endeavour in race 10. So for all those runners to run top four, top four tomorrow at Rose Hill, $13. $13 for all those runners to run top four. $13. I'm just about to add it to the Bet's Friends section of the tab app. So uh, that's today's multi for Friday's Racing HQ, and that goes in the Bet's Friends section right now. So if you follow Racing HQ on Bet's Friends, you'll see it in there. Thirteen dollars for that particular multi. It is open right now. So far, forty-five hundred placed on that particular uh, multi. It's got a liability, I think, of hundred and fifty to two hundred thousand. So we're already at fifty-eight thousand in terms of liability now. Sixty-one thousand. So if you are keen to get on the multi because it is a larger price at thirteen dollars, with a max bet of twenty, mind you, uh, you can get on that right now. So already a liability now of seventy four thousand as we've taken just a tick over sixty five hundred. So uh, jump on that straight away. Obviously gamble responsibly. Uh, best bets on the program, boys. Are your best bets associated with the multi, or have you got something else?
1: Yep, mine is uh, Dave. Mine's in the highway uh, race to a phase angel.
0: Phase angel in the highway. What about yourself, Mike?
2: Yeah, I'm sticking with race four, hard to say, and I like the jockey mail from Mitch, so I reckon French Endeavour is the value barrier one race ten.
0: All right, perfect. Uh, We go to you, Chris.
3: No, bet it's hard to say. Absolutely fantastic at the Gold Coast. I think he's going to be a horse that we'll be seeing running in these sort of races for the next 12
0: months. And what about yourself, Mitch?
4: Out of the two I've already mentioned in Traffic Warden and French Endeavour, I really want to be, I know they're both geldings, but back... Colt in the uh, in the highway. Colt Process has got two horses. So I want to back both of them. One is C-Notes at about $10 and, and K Hocko, which was incredibly luckless last night, is about 20 to 1. So very keen to have a good lash at that.
0: Currently on the multi, gents, $9,200. 9200 on the multi. So 110000 is the liability. So if you're wanting to be a part of the HQ Pundits Panel multi, you can jump on now. It's race two, number eight. Race three, number three. Race 4, number 6, and race 10, number 5. All at Rose Hill to run in the top four. $13, a max bet of $20, and gamble responsibly. Have a good Friday, gents, and look forward to the racing tomorrow. Good,
1: good luck, guys. Good
0: There we go. Good There's day. the punters panel on this Friday. We've got some previews to get through as well very, very soon. We've got two meetings, and that multi is, we speak, up to a liability of 120000 So the take at this stage... Is just a tick under. Uh, it's just a tick under ten thousand. Well, no, it's ten thousand one hundred, just over ten thousand. The liability I'm being told. So, if you're wanting to be a part of that multi, uh, that's the take. They're going to go to about two hundred thousand for liability. So, as I said, it won't be open all morning. If you are wanting to be a part of the multi, you can. The boys will have a multi as well tomorrow for behind the gates uh, and looking forward to seeing what their selections are. We're going to get to a break. Previews next.